Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Money, money, money. We're going to talk about money, which for some reason is a hard and kind of uncomfortable topic for a lot of people. Money is and can be a source of stress and fear. It can be very limiting. But what if instead we look at it as a tool, a tool we can use to solve problems and to live in abundance? A lot of people think that women, especially moms, cannot make money with their side hustle or with their small business or while staying home with the kids or even working out in um, the corporate world. Like there's a lot of Uh, people that really believe that women are less. Last summer, not in 2020, but in 2019, we were finishing up our home that we had been building for the last 13 months. And as we were building our home, we added on a studio in the backyard. And the studio was for me to be able to um, do my commercial work and take that to the next level and kind of expand my business even more into that brand photography field. And up to this point, my business had been very successful, um, multiple six-figure business per year. Um, We had, you know, maxed out on how many, like, referrals we could take a year because everyone's schedule was maxed out. Um, I was able to support several women um, with jobs and opportunities. Um, And anyways, I was just feeling really good about my business. and. So we are building the studio in the backyard to kind of expand. And in the final days of building, my husband was outside talking to the contractor. And I don't remember if I was there and overheard this or if he just told me this. It the But the feelings are still so I can remember exactly how I felt and how angry I was when I heard that this contractor told my husband, so how long do you think it's going to take for you to pay off your your wife's hobby over there? And basically told him that made it seem like, first of all, that my husband was funding this random side project and that I'll never be able. He said, how many years would it take her to pay off how much that costs? Because it was expensive to build the standalone studio in our backyard. Um, like like really expensive. So I understand that for some people, it didn't look like it was worth it. But he made the comments that first of all, that my husband was paying this off for me and that it would take him years to pay this off for me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I was so bugged by that interaction because first of all, homeboy, I probably bring in three times more income per month than you. Like, not to be rude, but I know what I'm doing. And second of all, my husband is not paying for my side hobby. In fact, six months after that conversation, I became the breadwinner for an entire year. So for 12 months, I paid all of the bills, including the mortgage, including the payment, you know, that went towards my studio, which was rolled into our mortgage. So it's all the same. Um, I paid for all of our bills, all of our medical expenses. Um, and survived and thrived during a pandemic and made the most business revenue 
2020 than our business has ever seen. So the point I'm trying to make here is that not only do we have to fight against our own limiting beliefs about um, making money or women making money or making more than our husband or turning our side hustle into money or if we're making money, are we really a good mom and all these other things. But we also have to fight against society's beliefs and generational beliefs. Most of this is all in our subconscious mind. Like we're not consciously thinking of all these things, but a lot of these beliefs about money and um, about working and all that started in our childhood with experiences we may not even remember. Or maybe they're experiences like this with this idiot guy contractor that just makes comments to my husband. And by the way, my husband said like, oh, she'll be able to pay that off in one year and stood up for me, which I'm proud of because I was so bugged with the thought of, with the, the belief that he didn't think I would ever amount to that studio and that I, like, I could never possibly ever make enough money to make it worth it. Like, those are really crappy beliefs to put on a person that just spent 13 months building this dream. You know, like, it's it's crushing. But luckily, I have enough confidence in myself and in my business to know that he's an idiot and he's living in a different mindset than me and I don't want to be in that mindset ever. So, speaking of, Let's go back to our our own money mindset and kind of brainstorm, maybe journal it or write it down somewhere. How did your parents talk about money around you? Was money talked about calmly or was there tension and fighting? Were there comments like money doesn't grow on trees or we could never afford that? Um, or was it there's always more money, we can always make more? Um, or... I was kind of raised with a mix of beliefs about money. Um, I'm very grateful for my parents because even when we were very, very poor, they gave very generously to their family and um, their parents, their siblings, their friends. Um, I remember one Christmas when you know, we didn't really even have um, much, but we gave half of our Christmas to another family. And I was taught to live in abundance in that way from a very young age. And I remember when Luke and I were um, newlyweds and in our first years of marriage, we were able to kind of reciprocate. And my dad's camera was stolen. They were going through a time when they were saving a lot of money and they didn't have a lot of extra money. And so we were able to do Christmas for them that year. And... Um, We've been able to take different parents on different vacations or bring them here for different things. And even though we did not have a lot of money, we've always, we were always taught to live in, in gen, like in, in abundance and be generous with their money and, um, help people when they need help and things like that. And I'm really grateful for those lessons I've learned from my parents and from my grandparents. But I was also kind of surrounded by, um, different money mentality from different grandparents or um, family members or friends. And so I've had a lot of like limiting beliefs and mindset issues I've had to work through as well. So the first key to making money in your business is to shift your mindset from that scarcity mindset and that lack mindset to abundance. Instead of thinking there'll never be enough clients or there'll never be enough money, there'll never be enough time, 
or I'm never going to be enough. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be smart enough. I'm never going to be um, skilled enough, whatever it is. We have to start believing that whatever we dream, we can actually achieve and truly believing that we have more than enough to reach our goals. Our minds are always battling two perspectives, either abundance or scarcity or lack, whatever you can call it scarcity or lack, either one. Abundance is the goal. It's positive. It's grateful. It's a generous state of mind. And it comes from a place of gratitude, whereas lack comes from a place of fear. Someone who's in that scarcity mindset, there's never enough. They don't want, they don't give freely because they feel like your win is their loss. They blame others or other things or events for their failures like COVID or um, slow season or um, other people, a bunch of newbies coming in and starting around them, taking all their business. They blame everyone else for their failures. They stress about bills. They complain about paying the government taxes and they resist giving things away. They're always scrambling and desperate to make a few bucks. They believe people with money are greedy. They believe they're not good with money, that they're not good enough. They're not smart enough. They're not skilled enough. They're not the best. Um, And they say things like, money doesn't grow on trees, or we can't afford that. Someone in an abundance mindset thinks big and embraces risks. They believe that there will always be more. They accept responsibility for their failures. They appreciate what they have. They're generous with others. They're confident in their ability to make more. And they know that there will always be enough. So they don't fret over unexpected expenses or um, purchases or risks or things like that. I was noticing the other day when I was starting my new planner. First of all, I didn't even want to start the new planner because it's blank. So And I've been doing this for like two years with my planners. I have so many blank planners that I'm like, I'm going to start this um, because it's 2020. And I'm kind of like, well, I don't really want to start this right now because I'm not doing anything. And which is not really true. But I was kind of telling myself, well, there's going to be a better time to start this. So I'm going to save this good planner and just use this crappy one. And then I started doing it. So then I finally, I literally had to talk this out with my husband, which he didn't care about at all. But I was like, should I start this planner or should I wait for quarter two? And because it's just a three month planner and he's like, "Uh, maybe you should start with quarter two. And I was like, you know what? If I like it after quarter one, I can buy another one in quarter two. He's like, yeah, you're right. He was just seriously there to just like tell me what I needed to hear. But I was sitting there debating, like, do I start the planner? Do I not start this planner? And I was like, okay, I'm going to start the planner because, you know, there's no better time than now to start this new planner. If I like it, I can get another one. And then I was pulling out all my planner stickers and I was like, mm, I'm going to save these for my next planner because there's not really a lot going on. And I was like, again, if I like these planner stickers, I can buy more planner stickers. I'm going to use the heck out of these planner stickers and put them all over my planner. So I was literally stuck in this scarcity mindset about my planner and like not there's like thinking like, oh, I need to save this for a better time. But instead I could live in abundance and think, if I love this, I can get another one. There will always be more. There's always going to be enough. Like I can find joy in this now and live with this planner now and still have the same amount of joy later in a new planner. Like, oh my gosh, it's ridiculous saying it out loud, but this is how we are with money too. When we're living in scarcity, we're a victim. We're a victim to life circumstances. We lose our power. Instead, we want to be the victor. 
and believe that life is happening for us, not to us. And when we overcome that victim mentality, we can live life we love. We can live the life we love, no matter what. No matter if COVID comes in, if pandemic, um, no matter if divorce happens, health problems. If we're living in that victor mentality, instead of victim, instead of lack, instead of fear, we can get over all these obstacles. We need to stop the negative self-talk. Like, I'll never be able to afford that. Or it must be nice for them to afford that. Or I'm not good enough. I'm not skilled enough. I'm not um, whatever enough. Anything enough. Blank enough. Just think of fill in the blank for yourself. Or I don't have enough. I don't have enough clients. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough skill. I don't have, have enough time. We need to stop with that negative talk and replace it with positive affirmations. Some of the positive affirmation I uh, some of the positive affirmations that I've found and use with money is I always have what I need. God takes care of me. Money is easy to make and fun to have. I love my work and I'm paid well for it. And God is directing every step. I trust him fully. So let's create an action plan to help you with this money mindset. Because a lot of people are asking me to talk about money on here. They want to talk about how I plan my budget or how I pay myself or how I plan for taxes. But I feel like the most important thing before we get into any of that nitty gritty stuff about money is to know that it's okay to make money. And as we're putting value out into the world, we're going to make and attract more money because it's an exchange of value for money. And it's it's not, we're not taking any money from anyone and we can make money and women can make as much money or more than men and you can make more money than your husband and not ruin his worth or change your worth. It's all crazy that we have all these limiting beliefs that hold us back. And so this is where we're starting. So the action plan is first, we're going to brain dump your limiting beliefs and fears about money. And you're going to write everything you can think of, how you were raised, how your grandparents are, how your parents are, how your siblings are, how your friends are. Brain dump everything you know about money or you feel about money. And then you're going to scribble all of that out. Scribble it out. And you're going to replace that with a new affirmation and a mantra that helps you believe what is actually true, which is you can make money. What you offer is worth the money that you're getting. Like, your what you're putting out there is worth getting paid for, um, paid well for. Money is easy to make. There's always more where that comes from. God is directing every step. You can trust him. And all these, these different positive affirmations, you can Google money affirmations and you can find so many positive affirmations to help you change your mindset to believe what is actually true, which is you can make money. And you can have money and you can make lots of money and still be a good mom. So then after you've brain dumped all your limiting beliefs and fears and you've replaced those with new affirmations to tell yourself and to and train your mind, then we can start setting those revenue goals. And I want you to go back to the goal setting podcast, which is number 15, and listen to how I set goals and how I um, set the goal and then create an action plan for that goal. And then after you reach those goals, so if your goal is to make $10,000 and then your next goal is to make $20,000 and your next goal is to make $50,000 and then we're going to get to six figures, you're going to write down those goals and as you meet those goals, celebrate those goals. Decide what you're going to do with that money that you make. 
um, something big, something exciting. Like when I hit my first 50K, I'm going to take my husband on a week-long vacation. Or when I hit $100,000, I'm going to take my whole family to Disneyland. Or when I hit $10,000, I'm going to take $1,000 of that and renovate one of my rooms. So you're going to not only set your revenue goals, but then also create a celebration when you hit that milestone um, so that you can start thinking more positively about money and instead of it being scary or um, limiting or full of fear and uncomfortable, stressful, you can think of the joy that that will bring to your family and to your life and the value that you can put out to make those things possible. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie M Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.